Everyone has a favorite pair, and the more holes, the better. You can keep them throughout your whole life. You can even pass them down from generation to generation as hand-me-downs, if you take care of them. From cowboys to sports heroes, everyone is wearing jeans. It's in our genes. Join me as we discover the riveting world of blue jeans on FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. You got it. That's right. Welcome to FYI for your English. This is a podcast where we look at a range, a wide range of many different topics, many suggested by you guys. We delve into these, indagar, we delve into these different topics. Now, if you missed the first episode, it was on wine. Go check it out. It's on, well, Apple, iTunes, iVox, wherever you listen to podcasts, I'm there. And if I'm not there, let me know and I'll be there. So guys, keep sending me your amazing suggestions. I got a lot of great feedback from all of you and I really appreciate that. I'm glad you enjoyed our first episode on wine and you learned some good wine things and also some English. And we're going to do the same thing today, but today we're talking about blue jeans. Today's episode is on blue jeans. So let's talk about these. I mean, these are things that are, you know, ubiquitous. They're everywhere, everywhere you look, you know. I think even my grandma has a pair of blue jeans. Well, not anymore. God rest her soul. But I think even my grandma had a pair of blue jeans. I mean, they've been around since the beginning of time. We're going to take a deeper look behind the history of blue jeans and all the fascinating facts that I myself was just riveted by when I was preparing the script. And let's start with that word because I used a lot of vocabulary in the intro. Now, the word rivet, the rivet, that was a pun. A pun is a play on words. Un juego de palabras. If something is riveting, it's fascinating. But also rivets are those things, those metal things, those copper things, copperous cobre in Spanish. Did you guys get my joke? Piastes el chiste? So rivet, right? And riveting is the adjective. Wow, that performance was riveting. I hope you guys find this podcast riveting, of course. Everybody has a favorite pair. Same as you guys. We say a pair of jeans, a pair of jeans. And uh, I said the more holes, the better right? I, I love holes in my jeans. In fact, I have my jeans with me right here. If you guys are watching this, some of you are listening to it via podcast, but some of you are watching it. My jeans are holy. No, not sagrado, holy, like sacred. No, not like religious. No, they're holy because they've got a lot of holes in them. And as I said in the intro, the more holes, the better. At least that's my philosophy. Mi filosofía. My motto, mi eslogan. The more holes, the better. Why? Well, guys, when we're in the summer months, you know, you still want to wear your jeans because they're comfy, cómodos, but you need a little AC. What is AC? Oh, well, AC is air conditioning, right? In the United States, we say AC. The Brits, my British counterparts, say aircon. 
So yeah, well, it lets you, your your legs breathe a little bit. So I, I'm a big fan of holy jeans. But I got to say something. We spoke about my grandma, both of them. They, they weren't into, no les molaba, they weren't into holy jeans. Not at all. In fact, my grandma once, I bought these really fashionable, modern, you know, hip, como hipster, de moda, these hip jeans, you know, they were bleached con cloro, uh, you know, just stained. It looked like it was stained, como manchado, right? Stained. It had holes everywhere. And you know what she did? She sewed the holes. Cosió los agujeros. And I was like, Grandma, what are you doing? So uh, I'm sure you guys have a couple gene disaster stories since, as I said, they're a part of our life. Everybody has a pair. In fact, we have them. If you take good care of a pair of jeans, it will last, durará, your entire life. In fact, the word I used in the intro, you can pass them down, pasarlos, to pass them down from generation to generation. You know, you could wear jeans that your mom wore. Why not? Or your dad or whoever, your uncle. Fill in the blank. That's up to you. And uh, we call these hand-me-downs. Hand-me-downs are clothes or items that are handed down from generation to generation. And I've got a lot of hand-me-downs. So, And jeans, since they're very durable, duraderos, they're very durable, you can uh, pass them down. If you take good care of them, you can pass them down from generation to generation. And that, as I said, is called a hand-me-down. And if you noticed, I made a little joke there too. I said, everybody's wearing jeans. Everybody or everyone. You can use them intermittently. Doesn't matter. Everybody or everyone is wearing jeans. Then I made a joke, another joke. I'm a comedian today, I know. It's in our genes. Está en nuestros genes. It's in our genes, right? So that's a homophone there. Jeans, vaqueros, and jeans, you know, the things that you inherit. So listen, you could really, literally, inherit a pair of jeans from a family member, right? Or you can inherit, and usually do inherit, their jeans, sus genes. It's a good way to remember it. Now, in this show, in case you guys don't know how it works, it's only the second episode, so I don't expect you to have it all down pat, tenerlo todo claro o perfecto, to have it down Hat. Basically, this is a, a podcast with two parts. So the first part, we're going to talk a little bit about genes, as we've been doing, but we're going to delve into it a little bit deeper. We're going to look at it a little more in depth, in profundidad, right? In depth. And we're going to look at uh, the etymology and, and much more vocabulary. There's a second part of this show, a bonus part of the show for people, subscribers, people who are supporting me on Patreon. And that's a way of saying thank you. So if you guys enjoy this show, you enjoy the content that I've been making for the last 10 years or or more, I should say, for free, well, for as little as three euros a month, which is peanuts, is poca, poco dinero, you guys can support me and get access to the second part of this. You can also get access to PDFs so you can see all the vocabulary. And I also have access to for our super duper stars the video of the podcast so if you guys are watching the video hello to our super duper stars thank you so much for subscribing and supporting what i do and as i said if you guys have feedback suggestions things you want to hear i am all ears como dice 
la expresión. Okay, so uh, it's not, as I said in the first episode, it's not that I'm charging you for content. This content is free. You're listening to it right now. It's totally free, right? And I hope you enjoy it and I hope you learn and I hope it inspires you. It sparks that, that thirst for knowledge. Esa sed para conocimiento, right? That's, that's my hope. But if you like what I do and you've been learning with me and you want to support me, well, I'd like to give you a little something special. As well as having PDFs, video versions of the show, uh, you'll also have access to private groups, contests, giveaways. Voy a estar regalando cosas. So check it out, guys. Uh, you can find out more information. I don't want to spam you or bore you. No te quiero aburrir. But it's patreon.com right, dot es punto, slash Alberto Alonso, okay? And if you support me, well, there'll be tons of additional exclusive content for you guys, my Patreon supporters. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Those of you who are supporting me already, you know I love doing this. So let's get into it, guys. We got to talk about genes. So genes, uh, little etymology, right? I am an English teacher. We should look at the etymology, the roots, All right, so where does the word genes come from? Well, it comes from Genoa. Genoa, Italy. Are you serious? Yeah, I was blown away myself when I was researching this, right? To research is investigar, or to look into is another way to say investigar. So yeah, Genoa, Italy. Genes, Genoa, psh, it was right in front of our faces the whole time. There it was, Genoa, genes. And we didn't even realize it. Well, it was the only place that this fabric was made. They showed up, right? Estaban, se vieron. They showed up in paintings. Paintings son pinturas, cuadros, right? From the 1600s. So jeans, I know some of you guys are thinking, James Dean, no, 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 way back. Cowboys, no, 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 keep going. Sigue, sigue. Genoa, Genoa, Italy. And there were some knockoffs. Do you know this word? A knockoff is una copia, una copia pirata, una copia. There were knockoffs in a place called, and please excuse my French pronunciation because a French word comes up in every podcast, Nîmes, Nîmes. And well, the fabric from this area was de Nîmes, de Nîmes. Wait a second. De Nîmes, denim? De get out of town. Calla, right? In English we say, get out of town. Get out of here. Calla. Yes. So jeans, Genoa. Denim, because it came from a French town called Nîmes. Now, they were kind of knockoffs, right? The originals were the, the, the ones from Genoa. Uh, the ones from Nîmes, well, uh, they, were, they were good too, but both of them had one problem in common. And since they were made for hard work, really, they were made, as I said before, to be durable, to be durable, to be rugged, right? Another way to say, right, duros, que duran, they're durable, they're rugged. They, the, the pockets, pocket, the word pocket is bolsillo, the pockets would tear. Now, I'm going to tell you what tear is with just a sound. <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> It's written exactly the same as tear, lágrima. So yeah, the, the pockets would tear on these jeans from Genoa, these pants, pantalones, right, from Genoa and later from France. So, uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good idea, but, you know, 
it, it, nobody would really pay attention until the 1800s, the mid 1800s. Now remember, we have the early 1800s as principios de, the mid 1800s, right? And the late 1800s, late as finales de en este caso, right? So mid 1800s, enter Jacob Davis. Who? Who the? Jacob Davis? Who's that? Well, he was a pretty riveting guy. I taught you the word rivet before. Remember, rivet are those little metal things on the pockets. Well, yeah, this riveting guy, riveting, again, being wow, um, got an idea to strengthen, fortalecer, to strengthen these pants. And he got the idea from his saddle. Remember, these were, for, these were made for working people. Now everybody wears jeans, but these were made to be for farmers. They were made for, you know, sailors, people who were, you know, getting down and getting dirty and working hard. Manual labor, as we say, trabajar con las manos, manual labor. So Jacob Davis says, man, I can't keep replacing these, these pants. The pockets keep tearing off. Another way to say it, the, the pockets keep ripping off, <laughs> to rip off or to tear off. So he had an idea looking at his saddle. Now, a saddle is something you put on a horse, right? You sit on a saddle and you sit on the horse when you go horseback riding, right? We say to go horseback riding. So he was obviously working with this horse and he said, wait a second, that saddle never tears. That saddle is, uh, it, it's okay, it might be worn, desgastado, but it's, you know, it's, it's sturdy. Está fuerte. It's standing the test of time. Está aguantando eh, lo que es la prueba del tiempo, as you say, right? It's standing the test of time. This is a, I love this expression because something that's great stands the test of time. But this guy just had one problem. Mr. Jacob Davis, brilliant idea. He said, I'm going to take the rivets, these little metal things from the saddle, and I'm going to put them on pants. Awesome. And now the pockets will be more durable. They'll be more rugged. They'll be built to last. Hechos para durar. Built to last. But it's not all smiles and rainbows. There was a problem here. There was one major drawback. Inconveniente. And that's an understatement. Lo estoy poniendo mm, flojito ahí. One drawback. One major problem, I should really say. He needed to get this idea patented. So you need to, to apply for a patent. And a patent costs money. It costs, at that time, it cost 68 bucks. 68 dollars. 68 dollars. But uh, our friend Jacob Davis, he was illiterate. He couldn't even read. I mean, he was, as I said, the guy was working out in the field, in el campo. So uh, he couldn't swing it. If we say I can't swing it, it means I can't afford it. He couldn't afford the 68 bucks to get this thing patented. You know, this idea, these pants that were durable, that were rugged, right? And built to last. So he called up a friend. He called up a wealthy friend. It's always good to have wealthy friends. Siempre mola tener amigos ricos. <laughs> and his friend, you might recognize his name, Levi Strauss. Oh, yeah, that one you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, 
So this is where fate, you know, Levi Strauss, he was a, a wealthy guy. Right? He, was, he was a businessman, very different than his friend, Jacob Davis. But they teamed up to team up as Hacer Equipo. They teamed up. Well, I guess Levi Strauss won on the naming thing, con darles el nombre, because nobody really, not too many people know who Jacob Davis is, but he was a key element in producing genes as we know them today, not the genes that were back in Genoa or in Nîmes, France. No, I'm talking about the genes that we know and love, Levi's 501, you know, the classic genes, and now the many, many brands of genes that are available. So they teamed up. Uh, they had a partnership, right? They were partners, socios. And you know the rest of the story. You're probably wearing a pair of Levi's jeans right now as we speak, mientras hablamos. So it was a good idea, a good friendship, and good marketing. And, of course, this guy had the money to invest. Remember, invertir is not to invert, it's to invest. Jeans have a birthday. Did you guys know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, jeans have a birthday. May, mark your calendars, guys. We're going to celebrate this year. May 18th, el 18 de mayo, 1873. And that was when these two gentlemen, Jacob Davis, uh, the working class guy, and the wealthy Levi Strauss, uh, went into business. They applied for the patent. They got it. The patent was for riveted pants, those metal things. And it's amazing because it was it's just really four pieces of fabric. Si lo piensas, cuatro piezas de tela. So, um, yeah, and we know the rest. The rest is history. It worked. They made a killing. Forrarse, you say, to get very rich. They made a killing selling these durable, rugged jeans that uh, we know now as a part of everyday life. It's Everywhere, everywhere you look, you'll see jeans. Every age, every walk of life, every religion, jeans are everywhere. Well, wait, I'm lying. After our break, we're going to find out about a country where jeans are banned. That's right, prohibidos. Jeans are banned. So if you guys want to join us in the second part of the show, go over to my Patreon for as little as three euros, which is nothing, 30 cents a day or 10 cents. As you can see, I'm not a math teacher, <laughs> but you can find out about all the options. You can ask me questions, whatever you want, patreon.com, and then it's slash barra Alberto Alonso. And then after the break, we're going to have a lesson with key vocab, a very useful, we're going to learn some useful language, uh, how to decir, ponerte, quitarte, right? All the, the usefulness around blue jeans. And as I said, we're going to find out about a country where jeans are banned. And we're also going to find out why jeans are blue. Yeah, we didn't get to that part, so we're going to find out about that in the second part of the show as well. And why Levi Strauss never wore his own jeans. Are you serious? Yeah, well, if you want to find out about all that and get a mini English class, well, we'll be back shortly. Thanks for tuning in to the first part of FYI. Hello, 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 amigos, and welcome to this, the second part of FYI 
for your English. And this is exclusively for our Patreon members. So thank you to each and every one of you who's tuned in right now. I really appreciate the support. I'm going to keep teaching you all kinds of things. As we say in English, the sky is the limit. El cielo es el limite. What does that mean? There is no limit. And as always, guys, I want your suggestions. So let me know topics that you want to learn about and learn the English around those topics. All right. So uh, today's topic is blue jeans. That's right. Or just jeans. And as we looked at it in the first part of the show, did that blow your mind? Because I, I have to tell you guys, I was just like, I told my wife instantly, I said, do you know where jeans? She said, no. And then I said, denim is Denim, France, and jeans, Genoa, Italy. Oh, man. <laughs> my life will never, ever be the same. So uh, why are jeans blue? You know, and now we know we have black jeans. We have all different color jeans now. But when we're talking about jeans, let's be honest, we're talking about blue jeans. Now, why are they blue? Have you ever stopped to ask yourself, why are my jeans blue? Or a kind of shade, tono, of blue, right? Well, the color is indigo. I think añil in Spanish? Indigo, indigo. It's originally from a plant. Now it's made in another kind of plant, a laboratory, a factory. <laughs> this indigo dye, now dye is the thing that gives it the color, right? If you want to change the color of something, you have to dye it. And before we had these commercial dyes, people used to dye things with plants and with animals. They would even use blood to dye things, right? That word is D-Y-E, dye. It sounds the same as morir, dye, like, right? It's D-Y-E, right? So, uh, yeah, well, the reason why they used indigo dye was because it was readily available. Now, what does that mean? Readily available means it was everywhere. It was in abundance. Or, or as my British friends say, it was cheap as chips. Más barato que las patatas fritas, right? Um, and, uh, well, hey, they have to save money. It's a company, right? You know, we got to think about how to cut corners, as we say. To cut corners is to save money where you can or resources. It's used a lot in the corporate world. So yeah, now, so the jeans are not really blue. They're indigo, which is in the rainbow. If you guys are familiar with the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. So it's the second to last color in the rainbow. And if you notice, jeans aren't the same color on the inside than on the outside, right? Inside, la parte interior, and outside, la, par la parte exterior. Y inside out is al revés, right? So if you're wearing your jeans inside out, it's like a movie, Pixar movie, Inside Out. Also a song. Inside out, boy, you turn me upside down. Boca abajo, upside down, right? And inside out. So nobody wears their jeans inside out. But if you cuff them at the bottom, to cuff them is to fold them, doblarlos, at the bottom, well, you'll see it's not the same color. There's a reason for that. Well, A, they don't want you to look like a smurf, right? Un pitufo, because that dye could dye your legs blue, right? If they put, if they use too much dye, your legs will turn blue. 
but also they wanted to save money. It was, you know, to cut corners. They said, well, wait a second. Uh, we'll just dip it, right, to dip it in the dye. To dip es mojar. If you know those chips, dipas, you dip them, right? And they would just put the necessary amount of coats, as we say. Now, you know the word coat probably as abrigo. Coat es también capa. Think about it. Si pones un abrigo, if you put on a coat, you're putting on another coat over your T-shirt. And, of course, you're wearing your blue jeans, right? James Dean style. <laughs> classic. That's another thing. They're classic, too. But as we said, the origin, they came from uh, the field. They came from working. It wasn't like a, you know, fashion thing when they first came out. To save some money, they, uh, they just put the necessary coats of blue or indigo dye. There you go. They saved a penny or two. To save a penny or two is ahorrar un durito, no? Un centimo. And now, I, I told you guys that there was a country where jeans were banned. Now, I'm going to say were because, you know, when things, things change, you know, sometimes things are banned and sometimes they're not. Speaking of the word banned, you probably know this word from the sunglasses, Ray-Ban. Ray-Ban. They ban the rays of the sun from coming into your eyes. They're banned, prohibidos. So they are banned in, you guessed it, North Korea. Why? Because people there hate the color indigo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they don't hate the color indigo or blue. But for them, or for the leaders there, I shouldn't say the people, the leaders there believe that jeans are a symbol of capitalism, of the United States. Uh, and as we know, look, as we said before in the first part of the show, cowboys, James Dean. I mean, what's more American than blue jeans, right? But now we know they're really from Genoa. <laughs> not the one. The ones we know and love today are from the United States. North Korea is not into jeans. No les mola. They're not into jeans. And Japan, well, that's the other extreme. Japan, they love jeans so much. You know, they're big fans of the USA and, you know, fashion and, and all that stuff and brands. They're, they're hip. De moda, they're hip, like the word hipster. Well, you can pick up a pair of jeans in a vending machine in Japan. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. Con mis propios ojos. Don't bring your jeans to North Korea. Well, I imagine you can go in with you own. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm not planning on traveling there anytime soon anyway. And Japan, I'll be back. So uh, if you're in a rush and, you know, maybe you stained your jeans, te manchaste, you can always pick up a pair on the go, as they call it, fast fashion. Now, I also told you that Levi Strauss, the, you know, the man, Levi Strauss, the, you know, you think of him as his name is synonymous with jeans. You know, it's, it's the brand, it's his name, it's... He never wore his own jeans. What? Yeah, he didn't wear his own jeans. Well, if you remember in the first part, I told you he was wealthy. He was well-to-do. Somebody who has money, acomodado maybe you would say, well-to-do, adinerado. He wouldn't be caught dead in a pair of jeans. No way, that was for those working people, you know? It wasn't for us businessmen and businesswomen. No, 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 no. That's for farmers. That's for miners. I'll sell it to them. But I'm not going to wear them myself. God forbid.
Pitt. And now we know, Brad Pitt, doesn't matter who you are, you wear jeans. <laughs> it's not a sign of less or more money. It's just a sign of being human wearing jeans. But back then, as I said, they were made because people who were doing manual labor, mining, uh, out in the field, you know, the California gold rush, el boom del oro de California. Um, these guys needed it. It was a practical thing. It wasn't a fashion thing. Uh, it was exclusively, you know, made for blue collar. Now, this is interesting. Blue collar means working man. It's a good word to know. Blue collar, right? This is a blue collar neighborhood. Es un barrio de trabajadores. And then white collar is corporate. So if something is white, like they use it a lot, white collar crime. Crimen corporativo. And if it makes sense, if you're wearing a white collared shirt, maybe you're wearing a suit, un traje. But if you're wearing a blue-collared shirt, or a mono, as you call it in Spanish, a jumpsuit, well, then you're probably working with your hands. You're probably working outside. You need rugged, you need durable, rugged pants. But then what happened? Of course, like everything, you know, enter Hollywood, enter the sailors, the rebels, the rockers, and before you knew it, jeans were everywhere. But... Levi Strauss never wore his own jeans. Now, here's another question I want to pose. How often should you wash your jeans? I didn't say how often do you wash your jeans because I don't want to know the answer to that one. <laughs> so how often should you, remember we don't pronounce the L, it's not should, it's should. How often should you wash your jeans? Well, they asked the CEO, the chief executive officer. Remember, we don't say Theo, we say CEO in English. And they asked the CEO of Levi's, and, uh, well, his answer was, I have a pair I've never washed. Tengo un par que nunca he lavado. I've, I have a pair I've never washed. So, the good news, they attend meetings for him when he can't go. Thank you, folks. I'll be here all week with my comedy. Yeah, they, they walk around on their own. But hey, we're laughing at the CEO of Levi's. Are you guys with me when I say that uh, when jeans are, you know, fresh out of the dryer or the washing machine, they're a little bit too stiff, duros, right? So I agree. I have to say I agree with the CEO of G of jeans. Yeah, well, <laughs> synonymous with of Levi's jeans. And he's saying you should barely ever, right? Hardly ever, apenas, wash your blue jeans. So there you go, guys. Next time your mom or somebody gets on your case, te da mucha caña, they get on your case about it. And they say, you need to wash your jeans. They say, no, 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 no. Levi's, they say themselves, they shouldn't be washed too often. Well, also remember, when you put things in the dryer, right? This is good vocabulary, guys. When you put things in the dryer, la secadora, they shrink, se encogen. And, uh, well, we all know that the coziest jeans are the jeans that we haven't washed in a while. The jeans that are worn, okay? Worn is desgastados. The, the jeans that have holes in them. The jeans that are ripped or torn, Right? Uh, with bleach all over them, cloro, you know, looks like a, a Jackson Pollock painting. 
Uh, but jeans, uh, however you wear your jeans, uh, it tells a lot about a person. If you're somebody who always has your hands in your pocket, in your right pocket, let's say, tu bolsillo derecho, well, that right pocket is going to be more worn than someone who's on their knees. They work maybe as a gardener. Well, the knees are going to be worn. So really, your genes can tell you a lot about your behavior and what you do, where you've been. That's pretty cool that an article of clothing can do so much. Uh, and then, as you know, there are many different kinds. You know, there's no wrong way, wrong way to wear jeans, I guess. You know, if they fit you, wear them. Uh, the, we have the same idiom in English. It fits like a glove, right? Si algo viene como guante de mano, no? it fits like a glove. Now, you can imagine me. I'm a husky guy. Husky is big. I have a, a bigger build. You say the word constitución in Spanish. So you will never see me or we should. I should never put on a pair of uh, slim fit jeans. <laughs> I think there's even a warning on the label. Alberto, do not try these on. There's a good vocabulary word to try something on is probarlo, right? So you can try when you're at a store, you're buying some jeans or buying any article of clothing. You want to try it on, to try it on. Uh, slim fit, not for me. Slim is delgado o fino, right? Slim, uh, a synonym is skinny. Right, slim or skinny. You've probably seen it, skinny jeans. Then you have boot cut, right? The boot cut para las botas. You've got my favorite, the, the hippies in the 60s wore them. And then they, they come back in style every now and then, no? Every couple decades, cada cuantos décadas, they come back in style. Bell bottoms, right? Las de las campanas, ding dong, ding. Bell bottoms, man. I have to admit, I've, I had a pair of bell bottoms when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be a hippie. So your jeans tell us who you are. They define you, what kind you wear. They define where you've been, where you sit, where you put the pressure on your arm or your leg or whatever. I think that's cool. Not many, you know, a t-shirt is cool. T-shirts are a great invention. We're not, we might even do an episode on t-shirts. But no other article can do that such as jeans, I think. And uh, so let's take a look at some vocabulary here, a little class around it. Uh, we said before to put on, ponerse algo, right? So I'm going to put on some jeans. That's the phrasal verb, ponerse. What about the opposite? What do we do at the end of the day when we're going to bed? We want to put on our PJs or our pajamas. We always use that word with S in English. We don't say pajama. We say pajamas, we say to take off, to put on or to take off. So you put, use them in context. You put your jeans on in the morning and you take them off before you go to bed. All right. Put on, take off. Llevar puesto in Spanish is to wear, right? It's an irregular verb. So every day, and this is a true statement, if there's ever been one, every day I wear jeans, Yesterday, I wore jeans. It's a homophone for the word war, guerra. It's a good way to remember it. Soldiers wore jeans. Sailors wore jeans. This is a true story. In fact, American soldiers and sailors wore jeans. And when they were traveling and on duty in different parts of the world, and 
other people would say, oh, look at these soldiers with their jeans, you know, when they weren't wearing their camouflage. When they were off duty, they would wear jeans. So pretty interesting, you know, soldiers even. Everybody thinks cowboys, but soldiers, sailors, del mar. So they wear jeans. Do you wear jeans? Everybody wears jeans. Just be careful because I know in Spain you say uso vaqueros. We don't say I use jeans unless you're saying I use jeans to wax my car, no, limpiar mi coche. <laughs> Then that's fine, right? So we wear things. We don't use articles of clothing. We wear them. And what's the deal here? Now, I, this is, this is a, a debate here. Trousers, pants. I mean, what are these things called? Well, in the UK, they call these things trousers in general. They, they use the word jeans, but I mean, now if we're talking about dress pants, right? Esto es inglés americano, American English. Dress pants is um, pantalones de vestir. Makes sense. Dress pants, right? To get dressed, vestirse, right? So, in the United States, we say pants. Que es muy parecido. It's very similar to pantalones, pants. Now, the British, they say trousers. Again, we're speaking in general. Jeans are jeans, but they're a kind of or a type of pants, right? So, uh, the British say trousers. Americans say pants. Just be careful because this one could get you in a little bit of trouble. And the reason I, I'm telling you is because if I'm not mistaken... The word pants in British English is women's undergarment, women's underwear. In the United States, we call those panties, right? So panties versus pants versus trousers. Don't mix them up because, well, you could go to a store and maybe in England looking for a pair of pants and you ask the woman, do you have any pants? And te trae unas bragas brings you some pants. So be very, very careful with that. And guys, I want to give you a few idioms as well that we use when we're talking about pants. One that you have in Spanish, and it's who wears the pants? ¿Quién lleva los pantalones? Who wears the pants? It's a good expression. I think you say the same thing. And then we have another one that is to be caught with your pants down. Pillado con los pantalones abajo. That means you were caught in the action. They caught you doing something and you can't deny it. No lo puedes negar. You were caught with your pants down. And guys, the final part of the podcast, and uh, well, I hope you're enjoying it. As I said, I want your feedback, so send me your feedback. Thanks again, because I know all of you who are listening are Patreon members, so I really appreciate it. And any suggestions, I'm open. I'm all ears. So here's my suggestions. I hope you enjoy these songs. They all have to do with this fascinating, riveting subject that we looked at today, blue jeans. The first one is called, you ready for this one? I need a drum roll for this one. It's Blue Jeans by Lana Del Rey. Right, lana. That's a funny one. Lana. Uh, it's a fabric. It's una tela. Lana. We call it in English wool. W o o l. So yeah, blue jeans by Wool of the King. Lana Del Rey. 
<laughs> yes, thanks, folks. I'll be here all week. Uh, the next one is also called Blue Jeans, but this one's by David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Seriously? In fact, I didn't know this song. I'm a David Bowie fan, but I didn't know this song, and now I love it. So I hope you guys like it. This is just a chance for me to introduce you to this topic in pop culture, right? So Blue Jeans by Lana Del Rey, Blue Jeans by David Bowie, and there's another song called Rock On, Sigue Roqueando, right, by David Essex. And he goes... Blue jean, baby queen, the prettiest girl I've ever seen. That's Rock On by David Essex. So, guys, speaking of, rock on. Thank you for being awesome students, amazing listeners. Thanks for supporting me. We'll be back next week with another interesting episode of FYI. Hang on, hang on. Bring that music back in. How could I forget about my amigos? Special thanks to Augusto Hernandez for the song, Souvenir. Also, my amigo Nacho for lending me his voice and expertise in editing. Now, the show is officially over. See you next week. Tengo que reconocer que...